0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah. Hey Maggie. You ready to talk
1: about session two? Yeah, I am. This is a really fun session in in a lot of ways, but it's also one that's, you know pretty heavy as well so yeah I think it'll be a good one for us to kind of talk about here on the podcast yeah I agree
0: right so listeners if you don't know yet we are talking about Jesus raised Lazarus which is found in John 11 through 12 and like Sarah said this is a fun lesson but also a heavy one because we're talking about death which can be a tough topic to talk about with kids So let's dive in by talking through the big idea for this session. Several weeks back, we learned that many of Jesus' miracles, he calmed a storm, fed thousands of people with a few fish and some bread, and even raised a little girl back to life. All of these miracles pointed to the truth that Jesus is fully God and fully man. Yet last week, we learned that people rejected Jesus. Their hearts chose not to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. In today's Bible story, Jesus showcased his power over death again, even though it meant the religious leaders would become even angrier at him. Sarah, why don't
1: you share with us the Christ connection for this session? So the Christ connection is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he showed that he has power over death. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose from the dead. He gives eternal life to those who trust in him. Awesome.
0: Thank you for that. So now we're going to start talking through some activities that we think might need a little extra attention, a little extra prep time, maybe some clarification. So I'll start with our preschool materials, and then we'll hand it over to Sarah to talk through our kids' materials. So for younger preschool, there's an activity called paint stones. And Preschoolers are gonna sponge paint on paper plates to create stone shapes. And a little tip for this one is to keep fingers from getting too messy. You can clip a wooden clothespin to the middle of the sponge to make a handle, which is brilliant. I haven't thought of that before. That is really smart. And then for older preschool, there's a really fun activity. It's called Come Out Lazarus. And so you're gonna build a cave like structure using bed sheets and chairs, which the preschoolers will absolutely love. And they'll take turns coming out like Lazarus did. But as a risk management reminder, just make sure that children are visible at all times while they're in the cave waiting for their name to be called out. And this is also one that you'll probably wanna do in smaller groups and you don't have to four preschoolers in there at a time and then call them out and then rotate another group in so sarah why don't you talk with us about our kids materials for
1: this week sure so for older kids there's an activity called remove the stone and in this activity leaders could substitute the orange for a ball like a baseball or a tennis ball and they could replace the stone with a wooden block or a wadded up piece of paper so those materials that the orange or you just don't have a stone hanging around, those are some substitutes available. And then also there's another activity for older kids called raise the paper clip. And this experiment requires a strong magnet. So an average fridge magnet will not work because of the distance of the magnetic material and the magnet and needs to have a really strong pull. So just make sure that you find a strong magnet and many retailers sell magnets that have, you know, are a greater strength than just what's on your fridge. For midweek, there's a group demo called Build Harmony. And this demo involves inviting several singers to show kids an example of harmony. So if you have singers, but they're unable to come during your session, ask them to record a video that you can show to the kids. So that sounds like a lot of fun. I would not be part of that demo. Maggie, I... (laughs) yeah not a singer. I, I would not be <laughs> invited to that one either yeah <laughs> it's
0: a good thing that the podcast doesn't involve singing We yes, would both absolutely be <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right so as we start to wrap up we're going to talk about what we are excited about or what stands out to us about this session so i'll start and then i'll hand it over to sarah I was reading through the scripture for this one, and I love that kids are going to see Jesus's depth of emotion and compassion in this story. Jesus knew that he was about to raise Lazarus back to life, so he knew that the end of the story was going to hold joy. But when he was faced with Mary and the other people crying, he joined them in weeping. And the Greek word—I did a little bit of research. So the Greek word that's used for when he was crying— It's sometimes been translated as to weep silently or to shed quiet tears. So it's that feeling of when you are sad because someone else that you love is sad. And so you're crying out of that sadness, which I'm sure we've all felt before. And that's just such an amazing visual to me. And this really is a strong tie to one of the big picture questions we had a couple units ago. And it shows us yet again that Jesus is both fully God and fully human. He was feeling those human emotions that we're so familiar with. And I love that we serve a God who not only sees our sadness, but compassionately sits in it with us. And I love that kids are going to see that picture and such an amazing example of that truth that still applies to them today.
1: Yeah, I love that, Maggie. That's so good. I think that's going to be great for kids to realize that they have a God who weeps with them you know, who understands their pain. So I love that. I also think this session is just a great reminder that death is not the end, that Jesus gives true life to all who believe in him. He says that he's the resurrection and the life and that even if we die, yet we will live. And so I think that this is just that hopeful reminder that kids can trust in and put their hope in that, you know, even whenever they might, experience a death at some point within their family or with a friend or whoever it might be that there's always hope at the end of that and you know again we live in a reality of a world that faces death i mean uh your pet might die and so we need to be able to point kids to the hope of Jesus and that one day death will be no more and that he will wipe away every tear and we don't want to get you know too heavy with like you know making kids like worried about death and speaking too heavily on the topic but at the same time i think it's just a great opportunity to point them to that truth that jesus is life and that when we trust in him we will have life forever yeah that's good and it's
0: like you said you know the the reality is that they will you know feel the sadness of death but this story is one of hope and our story is one of hope as well and so i think that even though like we said earlier this might be a tough topic to talk about with kids we can really emphasize the hope of this because that's what jesus emphasizes well thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast we hope you found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the Gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.